And strong to severe storms are possible between 1 p.m. tomorrow and 4 a.m. on Friday. I know that's a long way off, but I want you to get ready for it. The initial threat, large hail, isolated storms east of 35 on Thursday afternoon when you're rolling home with Riccardi tomorrow. Then damaging wind gusts possible and a second round of more widespread storms on their way. An isolated chance of a tornado in either one of those storms. Again, that is mañana. That is tomorrow afternoon. A front's going to come through into the overnight hours Friday morning. And baby... Get your blanket ready for the weekend. It's going to be a cold one all weekend long. We're going to struggle to get out the 30s into the 40s on Saturday and Sunday. So just be ready to be inside if you don't like the cold this weekend. Well, good morning to you. 210-599-5555. When the banking thing hit on Friday and Saturday, I told you I had to leave town on Saturday for a very precious friend was doing an album reveal, and I had to go up to to Dallas for that and just had a wonderful time. But then when I got back, I decided to dive into the whole banking thing. And here's what my concern was on Sunday and why I spent 12 hours of my time on Sunday that I'll never get back working on the banking issue and talking to people all across America about it. I was very concerned that we might be having another contagion in the system. I was very concerned that we may be facing another 2008 or even worse, right? We've all read the history of 1929, and that didn't go so pretty good. So I wanted to check, and I wanted to read, and I wanted to understand what was going on. And I came here, and I told you what I understood at the time. This is, what I, this is how I understand things to be. And uh, don't rush to the banks to take your money out. That would be 1929, and it would be horrible. And, and at that time, I didn't know. I said I'm not a banking expert. I don't know if we have a contagion in the system. I do know there's $620 billion in bonds that are pretty much worthless that the banks are holding right now across the country. I told you that on Monday morning, right? We all went through all that boring banking crapola. And here's what has become clearer and clearer has as time has gone gone on this weekend what is this wednesday that this particular bank was a woke bank that was run by a bunch of democrat contributors who knew nothing about banking one person on the board was a banker the rest of them were democrat contributors now you stop and think about that. They gave money to Clinton. They gave money to Obama. They gave money to this, that. and that's how they got their positions on the board of this bank. They knew nothing. In fact, one of them, when Trump was elected, had to go to one of those uh, Shinto shrines and pray. <laughs> one of those with a vagina hat screaming in the street. That was one of the board members. This bank, and I told you the the, the people who you know did business with the bank, they were all a bunch of woke people, all a bunch of lefties from Silicon Valley, and that's what they were. They were investors and in all the the woke stuff out there, and uh, and and they were investors in you know all the new technologies and the AI this and then that and the other. But clearly, this bank go broke, go woke, go broke. And I remember caller Steve called the other day on Monday, and he said, Trey, I'm hearing reports of that. I said, yes, Steve, I I did too. In fact, one of them called herself, she was the diversity officer or something, and she called herself a black queer, black queer lesbian, when she called herself. And I said, she's been pretty open about it, but I don't know about the rest of it, and I don't know what part that played in all of this. I have no idea but it doesn't look like it was a huge component. It looked like they had a bunch of money that was going bad. And that is the way it looked on Sunday and Monday to me. But now I'm becoming more and more convinced these people were just a bunch of Democrat, left-wing Democrat socialists. Go woke, go broke, just like Disney, just like M&Ms, just like everything that does, every company decides to go woke, they go broke. And these people had their positions on this board because there were a bunch of left-wing nut jobs and that is why and i said this yesterday it's becoming more and more clear to me that is why joe biden decided to come in and nationalize the bank system using this as the opportunity to nationalize the banks and what i said yesterday was and i'll say it again 
We don't need to nationalize the banks. We need more diversification. We need more private banks, not fewer. For the health of our economy, for the health of the United States of America, for the health of our freedom, Joe Biden's got to go. He is turning us into a communist Chinese communist nation right before our eyes. He is a communist. And that's where he is leading the United States with the communists who are working with him. Wake up, America, and realize what's going on. So that's that's what's happening with this banking situation. Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said yesterday, effectively, and he's right, effectively, Joe Biden has nationalized the banking system in the United States, and I've been telling you about that, that they're, they want to go down to a few, uh, 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 just a few banks... That'll be the big banks, your J.P. Morgans, your Chases, your Bank of America, and the government will run those banks, and they will issue cryptocurrency, digital currency to you. And I think they're going to try to do this before 2024, folks, which ain't too far. They're going to give it a shot. And with the cryptocurrency or the digital currency, they will decide what, when, where you buy stuff, which means no more guns. No more fun, no more freedom. When they control your money, they control you. That is the plan. They went in with a backstop on this, not to save a systemic failure in the economy. No, sir, no, ma'am. I thought that's what it was. Nope. They went in to save their cronies. This is nothing more or less than capital capital cronyism that we've seen over and over again this is cronyism this is the federal government stepping in with your money to save the asses of their donors and their friends and i can i can name names i have the list right here and their contacts and what they did and how much they gave to uh, various democrat causes and how much they gave to black lives matter and how much they gave to Hillary Clinton and how much they gave to Barack Obama. I could go on and Nancy Pelosi. I can go on and on and I've got the names and I've got the numbers. I won't bore you with that at 514 in the morning. Just know that that's what this is. This is nothing more than the next step to communist USA. Nationalizing the banking system for communism in this country. When, in fact, what we ought to be doing is diversifying our banking system even more in America, where we have more private banks throughout the the country and more investors in more places instead of a few top investors in a couple of banks in this country, which is where Joe Biden is dragging you. Ladies and gentlemen, he's dragging you into communism. And this is not anything about tinfoil hat. It's not even a political statement, really. It's just a statement of fact. It is just a statement of fact. By the way, Joe Biden, speaking of him, for as much as I dislike this man and the way he is destroying my my beloved country, did you know that Joe claims to have been part of an insurrection? Did you know that? He has made that claim over the years. Well, he makes a lot of claims, right? But apparently, apparently years ago, he told David Letterman that he took some actions, and those actions are the actions of an insurrection. I'll tell you more, and you'll hear it when we come back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hello, this is Dr. Mark Haver. It's uh, 521 Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, where Elaine's putting all the cool content up for you to check out as the day goes on. There's also a podcast over there. 210-599-5555-210-599-5555. Was President Biden in a uh, insurrection? 
So what was that like, uh, walking into the great Senate chamber at 29 years old? You know, I walked in when I was 21, and I got arrested. I was a, it was a Saturday. I was down visiting some friends at Georgetown University. And uh, I came up on a Saturday morning because I was fascinated with the Senate. And they had a Saturday session. I walked up those days, no guards stopping everywhere. And, I, and they just got out of session. I walked in the back. All of a sudden, I found myself in the chamber, and I was stunned. I walked up, sat down in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder. Wait, stop, you're under arrest. stop, Jimmy. He walked into the Senate chamber on a Saturday. He was not a senator. And he walked up to the presiding chair and sat down. Did he have horns on? Was he a shaman? That kind of sounds like what the grand shaman Poobah did. They put him in federal prison for four years. No, it doesn't kind of sound like it. That's exactly what put him in prison for four years. Joe Biden did it. Well, Joe Biden claims to have done it. Go ahead, Jimmy. Is that it? That was the end of it? All right, so he said he walked in, he sat down in a big chair, and all of a sudden an arm grabbed him, and he got arrested. Okay, that sounds all like exactly what all those guys went to jail for, what the Grand Shaman is sitting in prison for, blah, 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 blah. The only difference is it wasn't true. (laughs) It didn't happen. That's what he told David Letterman back in 2007. That was in 2007. This has resurfaced. In 2009, his farewell address to the Senate, this was on national television. This was after he claimed to have been arrested and walked up there and sat down. In 2009, two years later, he said, literally, I walked in, I walked, I sat, I came right down here, I came right through those doors, I walked into the chamber, and the lights were still on, and I was awestruck, literally awestruck, I don't know what in God's name made me do it, but I walked up, and I say to my friends from Arkansas, I sat in the presiding officer's chair, I was mesmerized, and the next thing I know, I feel this hand on my shoulder, and the Capitol policeman picks me up and says, what are you doing? And after a few moments, he realized I was just a dumbstruck kid, he didn't arrest me or anything well two years earlier he had told david letterman that he was arrested so which is it joe were you arrested or not oh wait a minute then you tell the story that this day 30 years ago nelson mandela walked out of prison entered into discussions about apartheid I had the great honor of meeting him, but I had the great honor of being arrested with our U.N. ambassador on the streets of Soweto trying to get to see him on Robbins Island. After he got free and became president, he came to Washington. He came to my office. He threw his arms around me and I said, and said, I want to thank you so much. And I said, what are you thanking me for? You tried to see me. You got arrested trying to see me. But... Really, when I say I got arrested, I meant that I wasn't really just able to move, that I was stopped. I I wasn't arrested. They didn't arrest me or anything. I just wasn't able to move around. This man, who's a communist, is as evil as the day is long. There's no other way to describe the evilness of Joe Biden. Lie after lie after lie after lie. He's a pathological liar. So nothing he says can be depended on. Monday morning when he got out of bed, he got in trouble to get out of bed, to come and give a speech at 9 a.m. about the banking system. Everything he said was a lie. And we know we now know that to be the case. What he did was rescued his cronies. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. He's using taxpayer money to rescue his woke buddies at that bank. Meanwhile, inflation numbers came out yesterday. Food and rent and energy prices remained high in February. 
Very high. Ron DeSantis firing back at Joe Biden. Joe Biden says it's sinful if you don't let children go get their breasts and their penises cut off by doctors. Oh, no, I say it that way for maximum impact because I'm not going to fiddle fart around with little mealy-mouth language. I'm going to tell you what they're doing to kids. They're mutilating their bodies. And Joe says if you try to block that, if you are the parent of that child, and if you try to block the hospital from cutting the breasts off your little girl or the penis off your little boy, and by the way, he thinks that's okay at any age, any age, you're committing a sin, and he wants to pass a law. Joe Biden wants to pass a law that prevents you from keeping the hospital from mutilating your child. He wants a law. He says you're a sinner for wanting to stop the hospital from cutting the breast off your daughter and the penis off of your son. So Ron DeSantis said, it's not sinful to prohibit the mutilation of minors. It is not acceptable for the federal government to mandate that procedures like sex change operations be allowed for kids. That's what Ron DeSantis said yesterday while he was showing a split screen on one half It's Joe Biden saying those things. On the other half, it's the mutilation caused by those surgeries and the forever scars that little children have to live with. Hey, man, I'm sorry that we have to get that graphic, but you know what? We do. We have to get more graphic in order to make the impact that is necessary for the people who are out there living their lives and not paying attention to what's going on to their children and what communists like Joe Biden are doing to our children in this country by removing their breasts, removing a boy's penis, and then saying to parents, you have no rule here, we're in charge. And why is he saying that? Why? Why would he want to write a law that would say parents have no control over this? Well, it's another check mark on the list. I'll explain what these check marks on this list are when I come back. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski. 536 now, KTSA. Good morning. If you're just now joining us, uh, I started the top of the hour of the show talking about a storm that's coming in tomorrow afternoon and overnight, so be prepared for that. Much cooler weekend is on the horizon force this weekend but nice day today uh i started talking about how this this banking thing when we started the week off i was like uh i don't know if we have something systemic here if this is trouble don't run to the banks you know that whole i i had 2008 i had 1939 all that stuff passing in you know in front of my head and i had concerns there was a contagion in the system well there's contagion in the system it's called wokeness now this bank is because it's become much clearer to me as I've studied the people on the board of this bank, they're all a bunch of cronies of the Democrat Party and givers to Democrat causes, including Black Lives Matter, Joe Biden, uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, I'll go on and on and on, and I've got the names of the people, and only one person on that board was a banker. The rest of them are just a bunch of woke, uh, got their panties in a wad kind of lefties right and one one of them when when trump was elected had to go over to the shinto place and had to pray because she was so upset for for, for donald trump winning you know that whole thing and that's that's who they were so this what what this has become you again it's another example of you go woke and you go broke that's what happened is they took a lot of risks and they went woke and they went broke and joe biden is using your taxpayer dollars to bail out a bunch of his cronies that are donors to him. I'm not concerned about the the banking system except in this way. I am thoroughly convinced that Joe Biden is a communist. I am thoroughly convinced that Joe Biden is an arm of the Chinese Communist Party, and I'm going to get into that in a couple of minutes, and I'm thoroughly convinced, and I agree with Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, that what Joe Biden is doing bit by bit is nationalizing the banking system, and why? Well, because you control people's money and you control people. And when you nationalize the banking system, which Joe Biden, the communist, is doing, oh, I'm going to call him a communist, because that's what he is. He's a, a ultimate-controlled Chinese communist. 
and he is now moving to nationalize the banking system, get us down to fewer banks, which absolutely what we need is the opposite, which is a whole bunch of different banks and private banks, and uh, and then control with cryptocurrency or if you want to call it digital currency or wherever. That's where he is trying to lead us. He's a communist who is in the process of nationalizing American life. From the vehicle you drive to finance in the banks to the stove you cook with. Total government control from a communist. That's what that is the definition, the very definition of communism is total government control no freedom joe biden's treasury department has been stymieing the effort to get suspicious activity reports related to the biden family business deal they've been standing in the way ever since the republicans started to ask for the information the house oversight house oversight committees they subpoenaed the bank records then the biden administration changed the rules they have been standing in the way of them getting those bank records finally Jim Comer and those over at the uh, House Finance Committee, they were able to get the records, and it's clear that China has bought the Biden family, even to the point where there's a new name, a third person, Hunter Joe, and a third family member that Comer is now talking about that has received millions of dollars from China. Huh. I'm guessing that all this communism and government control and nationalizing everything from your vehicle to your stove to now your money, your bank, all this is beginning to make sense. Allowing China to fly overhead with a balloon and look at our nuke sites. allowing all That's starting to make sense when you realize how much money China Joe has been receiving from the communist. He is a communist. Xi just won another term unanimously. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, th- that's exactly right. It- it's worth a laugh because, uh, like, who who was going to beat him? And I don't mean who as a China guy. I don't mean that's the last name of somebody. Who? Mr. Who was going to beat him? No. Thank you. Thank you. It's early in the morning. Xi, in his speech after winning the presidency again, says this term he is going to be working to reshape global governance to fall under the Chinese model to make the world look more like China. Well, let's just take a look at the check marks. See how we're doing in this realm under Joe Biden. How's the U.S. faring in becoming more like China? State-run media, check. One party in power. I call it the uniparty. There is no difference between the Republicans and the Democrats and, of course, all the staff. One party in power, check. Elimination of any kind of dissent. Well, what did we just go through with Twitter? What did Senator Mark Kelly demand happen after the bank failure over the weekend? He wanted all of it taken off of social media. This is the elimination of dissent. What did Charlie Kirk just go through last night, the university in California, where they busted the walls down and broke in through the doors to try to keep him from speaking? Same thing happened to a uh, Trump-appointed judge two days ago. So, yes, the elimination of dissent in America check each person rated by the state rated by the state well that's esg investing that joe biden is putting in place your retirement money has to go to funds that he the government the communist government of the usa approves and you can't invest in anything else so Each person rated by the state. You get an ESG rating. Check. Centralized government control. Check. It's all coming out of Washington, D.C. now. State-run education system for indoctrination. Check. Crackdown on Christianity. Well, we know the FBI is going and arresting Christians. Check. And government control over children. Now, before the bottom of the hour news, 
I was telling you how Joe Biden is wanting to pass a law that gets between that puts the state between a young child and a hospital and forces the parent out of the decision making so that the young child the hospital can then remove the breast and the penises from young boys and girls and mom and dad have no say so about it that's government control over children check i'd say joe biden commie joe commie joe is doing his bosses in china pretty proud right now wouldn't you 210-599-5555 the latest trend for women it's called trad wife are you a trad wife We'll talk about that coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed. With Trey Ware, appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I'm going to get off the of calming Joe for just a little bit. Now, you look, you can make your own list and see exactly what he's doing that's transforming what once was the freest nation on the planet into a communist, total controlled, authoritarian, communist country. He's calming Joe. <laughs> Call him what he is. And I just gave you a partial list, just stuff that I jotted down, did a check mark next to each of those, and you could think of your own. And, and, and really, when you do that, when you sit down and do that as a lesson, you start to realize, good Lord, we really are. We really have become quite the communist nation in America. And he's taking giant leaps as far as the banking system and controlling what kind of stove you cook with and what kind of washing machine you have in your home and all these things. Controlling all of that government control, total government control over every aspect of your life is what communism is. Even to the point where they're attacking Christians and arresting Christians, busting into their homes with 28 uh, armed FBI agents to arrest Christians and moms and dads who go to school board meetings. That's communism. Call it what it is. Really, seriously. I'm going to get off that for just a second. You know, Don likes to say, you're damn near 60, boy. <laughs> and it's true. And there's an advantage. I'm a young 60. I'll still whip a butt. There's an advantage to, to, to that, however, in that I remember when things were quite a bit different. I remember my mom and all of my friends' moms over here on Jolene Lane, right around the corner from the radio station. They stayed home. They stayed home. Dad went to work. They had the beehive head dudes and their tight peg leg pants. And you know what they did? They took care of the kids kind of cool man because you'd uh you go to school and mama would be there to get you breakfast and you came home at three or three thirty in the afternoon and mama was there to get you a snack and get dinner ready and then if you ever got sick mama was there to take care of you daddy went to work daddy brought the money home 1972 comes along and Gloria Steinem says, ah, that's awful. That's terrible. Women at home, ah, that's awful. W women need to get out of the house. Burn your bras. And she started Cosmo Magazine, which then the state-run media started to broadcast how awful it is for women to stay home. Women need to have equal opportunity in the workplace. And the women, get the hell out of the house, man. It's it's horrible to be a stay-at-home mom. And for years and years and years and years and years, pop culture said that. And, and the magazines all said it. And the newspapers all said it. And the radio all said it. And the movies all said it. And then the commercials said it. And then the commercials started to say men are dumbasses. And women are the smart people. And the women going to work. And the old man needs to stay home and wear a little sweater. He needs to be cleaning toilets. It's awful if women want to stay home. God, you're sinful. You're terrible. Well, so the BBC did a skit. The BBC did a skit. And the skit was saying was was kind of kind of poking fun at the idea of women staying home. And taking that as a kind of a positive thing, that women want to stay home. And out of this skit 
TikTok t- picked up on it. And now there's this movement out there that has liberals and lefties and radicals freaked out because they're finding out that there's actually women out there who want to stay home. <laughs> and and they're working now, and they're like, why am I doing all this? I'm killing myself, and I want to be home. And there's a new movement called TRAD for traditional, T-R-A-D, for traditional wife. Ooh, and the liberals, they're so upset about this because, ah, that's awful. That's a time of sexism and racism reigning supreme in America. This is a dark art of history. Let's listen to the video. Now, the women who say, I want to stay home. Let me stay home. For years, women have fought hard to ensure that our generation had an equal place in the workforce. And to all those women, we just want to say thank you. But also... I am so tired. Being a working woman sucks. I work for a women's rights NGO. And every day I get letters from little girls saying, help me. I need an education. And I'm like, no, you don't. I had an education. You know what I need now? A nap. (laughs) In my mother's day, they used to say that a woman's place was in the kitchen. And to that I say, why did that change? I work a 50-hour week in an architecture firm designing kitchens. And ironically, I can't find one night to cook a meal of my own. (laughs) If I have to eat one more Tesco-ready meal, I will. My mother raised me to be an independent woman. I don't want to do that. I want to marry a rich banker and go to the ranch. (laughs) I tried to find him on Tinder, Happen, Hot Hunt, Soul Search. I made those last two up. No, literally. I made them. I work for a tech startup. And now, now I'm a high earner. At the end of every date, I'm expected to... to She's trying to say split the bill. Oh, it's great. Okay, Jimmy, thanks. So basically, it's a new movement called Trad Wife from women who are in the workforce and they don't want to be. I want to go home. (laughs) I do want a man to take care of me. I do want a traditional marriage. I do want to take care of my kids. I I design kitchens, but I can't find anything in my own kitchen. I'm working 50 hours a week, and then I come home. I just want to be home. And man, are the liberals freaking. This is evil to them. And by the way, this new movement called the trad movement, they're saying, look, you don't have to do this. You, you can continue to work if you want to. I'm, no, we're not trying to talk you into it. We're just like saying we're done with this. We're, we're done with this fake game. To them, it's a fake game. This fake game of rushing off to the office so that we can be equal with men. We can be equal with men staying home in a traditional family and taking care of the kiddos and the household, which liberals hate that. You are an accursed, horrible woman. If you want to stay home and raise your family and take care of the home. All right, when we come back, speaking of family, the man from the San Antonio Family Association will talk about Proposition A. Pat Van Dolan, Patrick Van Dolan, joins me next, KTSA. Hey, folks, you know there's a saying in San Antonio. On Tommy Joe and his transformation of the United States into a communist Chinese nation. And I'm not, look, this is not tinfoil hat wearing stuff. And really... You know, politically, I totally disagree with everything he he stands for, but that's not even a political statement. That's just a statement of fact as to what commie Joe, Joe Biden, is doing. He's a communist, and, and he is taking over every aspect of American life, including the banking system. That's what this weekend was all about, including what kind of washing machine you're going to wash your clothes in, including what kind of stove you're going to cook on, including what kind of vehicle you're going to drive. Check, 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 including a state-run media system in America, which has absolutely happened. They collapsed the media in this country, and we have state-run media, uh, including state-run education that's indoctrinating children. I mean, you know, the check marks are all there. You can add your own check marks to it. Commie Joe is transforming America into a communist nation. I'm going to get off of that for just a second. I've got more other stuff I need to talk about. Uh, like this, I just got an email, great email from a guy who said, thanks for uh, you know, let me know about the storm tomorrow, because without you talking, he said, I don't watch any news anymore. I don't pay attention to what they're doing on the news channel, so I wouldn't have known. So thanks for the heads up. Appreciate you listening. I'm a, I'm a weather geek. Love, love, love uh, investigating and just studying weather. So strong to severe storms between 1 p.m. tomorrow and 4 a.m. Friday. I know it's a long way off, but you need to prepare. 
Hail, isolated storms, east of 35 Thursday afternoon, primarily damaging wind gusts tomorrow night as a second round comes through along a cold front that's coming. Isolated chance of a tornado in a spot here and there. Man, the weather is going to change, change, change this weekend. We've been dealing with, you know, 70s and 80s, but this weekend you're going to be dealing with 30s and 40s. And then it's out of here for good. (laughs) And then we go right into summertime. All right, just wanted you to know about that. So if you've been listening to the show, you know I've been talking a lot about Proposition A and how if you go soft on crime, you get more crime. Let's talk about Austin. Got a story this morning about all the homeless people living in cars in Austin. Why? Because there's not a police officer. There's no police officers anymore. What this, uh, what Ron Nirenberg is attempting to do, is not much different than what Tommy Joe is doing. He's trying to collapse the police department in San Antonio so the federalizing of police can happen nationwide. He is playing the game with them to federalize police in San Antonio, demoralize them enough where they leave. Remember, they used to call it defund, but business owners said, no, you're not. You're not going to defund the police. So, you know, the commies, they all say, well, what we'll do is we'll just demoralize the cops by going soft on crime, making their job an impossibility. And they quit. They're down 300-plus officers up in Austin, and it is hell in Austin. San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Maryland, D.C. I've gone through all those stories. St. Louis. Told you about all these places that went soft on crime. The police have left, and now crime is running rampant. And they're trying to do it in San Antonio. And we have been spotlighting business owners and people who are opposed to this. The San Antonio Family Association definitely opposed to Proposition A. Patrick Von Dolan is joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Patrick, I have been just standing against this. I'm going to continue to stand against it. But as far as the San Antonio Family Association and yourself, what do you guys think about this? Good morning, Trey. Thank you for having us on. Uh, I'm so so appreciative of you continuing to educate people and because this is going to become a, a game of awareness. People are trained to vote yes on these propositions. And it's so important that people understand that the so-called San Antonio Justice Policy is a criminal benefit act, as retired police officer David Moore likes to named it, the Criminal Benefit Act. It will promote crime. It, as you said, it not only lets people get away with crime, it therefore enhances and promotes crime, and that hurts the family. And so the San Antonio Family Association absolutely opposes it. Uh, it's going to do six major things, decriminalize abortion, decriminalize marijuana, decriminalize theft up to $750 per person per incident, decriminalize vandalism like graffiti on your house or, or whatever it might be, up to $2,500 per person per incident. And then it cr- installs and creates a justice policy director like a justice czar. And then it bans no-knock warrants and no, no uh, choke, choke holds. So well, part of that's already city code. But the other part is it decriminalizing everything that the state laws say is illegal. So we are doing two things. One, we filed an amicus brief uh, back last month to, to help the Supreme Court know a friend of the court brief saying, hey, this isn't a single policy issue. And they didn't have enough signatures on a petition for, for but one, one, one issue. And the second was that they, the city council failed in its duty to or issue and order the election before the, the state required time. And so we sent that up, and then um, city council, everything con- is continuing as possible. We're, we're, we're looking for the Supreme Court to come back and make an answer, rule in our favor. We fully believe that they'll do that and say that they can't have it on a May 6th ballot. And then so in, in the meantime, because we believe San Antonio is the heart of Texas, it's going to spread throughout Texas. We uh, have gotten Donna Campbell, Senator Donna Campbell, Senate District 25, to file a bill, and it'll be a local bill for local law enforcement of state laws. And it's going to be one that responds to the justice policy. We cannot allow the city to comply with criminals. The whole point of this is being brought about by this uh, activist group that Ron Nirenberg is is allied with, and he will uh, benefit uh, politically from the actions of this group as he did from tops in the last election. Um, 
And this group is all about destroying and getting rid of police in toto. I mean, removing the police force from uh, communities across the country. That's what they're making the steps to do here. And the mayor's all for it. And so are the other city council people. They're all for it. And this will do, they, they can't go in and defund the police because businesses stand up against that. But what they can do is they demoralize the police enough where police quit. Uh, I mentioned St. Louis earlier this week where they have lost 890 police officers because they have gone with policies such as this. The police are demoralized. And as far as the San Antonio Family Association is concerned, uh, I mentioned earlier we've had a lot of businesses that have been uh, joining us on the air to talk about this, and not a one of them support it. Uh, but as far as the family is concerned, right now at this very minute, there are little boys and girls who are standing at bus stops waiting for the bus. It's dark, and they're waiting for buses to show up. If 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 we run the police off, if we chase the police off, which is exactly the effect that this policy will have, we already have guys who are retiring after five years instead of 25 years. That used to be the norm. We have empty classes for intake for officers here. We already have that going on. You, you put this whole thing in effect, and the effect will be that people will not sign up to be police officers, and retention is going to plummet in the city. So the boy and the girl that are standing down at the bus stop right now in the dark, they are going to be vulnerable to criminals here in San Antonio. Ron Nirenberg, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're not. They should you, should be ashamed. Be, you should be ashamed of yourself. Now, that's where the San Antonio Family Association, I'm sure, comes in for the concern for families and how they're going to be affected by crime. Absolutely. And one of the things we, we had Donna Campbell add into the bill were teeth. And in the past, the, this is a bill, amending a bill that's been there since 1970 for the enforcement of laws. And the, we're going to add teeth in it like the Texas heartbeat law that gives individuals standing. Now, it won't prevent the crime, but it will give put the government on notice, local government, Mayor Ron Nuremberg on notice, that if something happens, citizens will have standing to sue the, the city for its lack of performance. Well, they ought to be able to sue law. him. They ought to be able to sue him directly, but I, I get that. That's a good point, is be able to sue the city with standing when they are affected by crime. When people break into their cars, when people break into their homes, and this is what's happening in Austin. People will break into a house, people call 911, it's automatically transferred to 311, where they send out a social worker to take a look at the crime that happened at the break-in at your house. They don't send out a police officer because they don't have any police officers left in Austin and that's true with Portland and that's true with Seattle and that is and, and look biz, big business is affected by this too I've mentioned you know Target up in Seattle me going in there guys with the canine officers guys that look like stormtroopers having to walk through a Target and, and 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 with dogs sniffing you every every step of the way because they have legalized crime and they're doing it in San Antonio Texas with Prop A vote no on Prop A Patrick Van, uh, Van Dolan from uh, from the San Antonio Family Association. Von Dolan, thank you, Patrick. I appreciate you as always, and thanks for coming on. All right, quick break. Uh, John Hayward coming up at 635, and more on Commie Joe in the next couple of minutes. I want to tell you about Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. Speaking of families, if you've got a family member who is struggling with something that's going on, uh, might, might be some sort of substance abuse issue, might be depression, might be PTSD, whatever it is, Laurel Ridge has been around since 1987. Helping families discover hope. And that really does change a life when somebody discovers, you know what, there is hope. And I always, I always tell people, I, I, when I preach sermons, I say this a lot. If God woke you up today, he's got a plan for your life. And he really did. You're awake right now. He's got a plan for your life. So whatever is bothering you, whatever the problem is, or whatever it is when concerning your, ch your child, Laurel Ridge is here with all the help and hope in the world. They say saving lives, healing families, and creating hope, and that's exactly right. Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. If you need them, they're there 24 hours a day at 210-491-3591. Nice day today, around 73 for the high, cloudy, and rain probable tomorrow, a high of 82. And much, much cooler weekend is coming. Right now it's 55 at KTSA. On the southeast and online at KTSA.com. All right, so 
Is anybody in America going to pick up on this story? Because to me, this one seems a little significant. I, but I've been looking around at the Fox up here, and I've been looking around at the ABC over there. Right. They're not picking up on this story. Pentagon here. officials. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Holy stuff. Right, yeah. Pentagon officials are now suggesting that an alien mothership in our solar system is sending many probes to Earth. Yeah, you need to be aware of this. Why isn't this like the top story? Why aren't these people out here? I mean, look, again, being damn near sexy, as you like to say. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when everybody was freaked about UFOs. Man, we used to go to the drive-in. And we would see, beware of the blob, it creeps. And, and, and then they would show the, the, the flying saucer. You know, and all that kind of stuff. All those B, what do they call them, B movies? B movies, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all the guys, you know, I, I am from planet whatever, you know, and I'm here to overtake you. And they'd have a ray gun, you know, and all that stuff. And what was the guy? Marvin the Martian? Yes. Wasn't that who he was? Mm, yes. Hey, yeah. So... The Pentagon is now saying there's a mothership out there sending other ships to us. And where's the news on all that? How come it's out? Remember how scared people got during War of the Worlds, that radio broadcast? That's his story. Let me say something about that real quick. The only time that Orson Welles and H.G. Wells were together in the same room for an interview was right here. Mm -hmm. It's the only time those two got together for an interview. But it was the, right here. Yeah, you the, can, the, it's on YouTube, actually. It is on YouTube. You can find it. Yeah. Go ahead. But Jimmy, the sorry. public being scared, I think, is what uh, governments withhold information. Well, that's a fact. But with everything that has happened recently, I don't, I don't think an alien invasion is going to bother people now, well, like it did in 1929. Yeah, maybe that's why they <laughs> saved it till now. I guess you, you know. know? <laughs> I mean, everything else we've seen in the last few years. What the hell? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That is my point. Sure. You know, we had back then War of the Worlds. We had people jumping out of buildings and all, and it brought around a whole lot of FCC and laws that you can't do stuff like that. Right. Even though they said it was mythical, it was fake. Yeah. They said that throughout the broadcast, but it didn't matter. Stupid fun police. Right. Exactly. But Where, where's the murder hornets? I want them back. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> right. The murder hornets. They were fun. That was just a couple of years ago, wasn't it? The murder hornets are every. We were all looking at hornets and going, yeah. "That's what, is that a murder hornet?" Okay, so here's the story. An artificial interstellar object, potentially a parent craft, releasing many small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operational construct not too dissimilar from NASA missions, according to the Pentagon. Are these the little spheres that we've seen all over the world, the metallic spheres Actually, it could be, but they're pointing more at the cigar-shaped ones. Oh, okay, okay. Okay? Uh, these dandelion seeds is what they call them, separated from the parent craft by the tidal gravitational force of the sun maneuvering capability. Congress tasked NASA to find 90% of all objects near Earth that are larger than 140 meters in 2005, and that resulted in PanSTARS telescopes October of 2017, the PanStars detected an unusual interstellar object, later named a muhamuha, or scout, in Hawaiian. Okay. The subject was cigar-shaped, flat, and propelled away from the sun without showing a cometary tail, leading scientists to believe that it was artificial. Three years later, another object was discovered. Anyway... Not to bore you with the whole the details of the story, but bottom line is the Pentagon is now saying, hey, we think, I mean, it's the Pentagon. We think that there's a mothership out there sending those things down here, and they're looking at us, and uh, nobody, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Where's Jeff Goldblum? We need Jeff Goldblum. Well, we need somebody to, you know, go. Hey, look, uh, this is we. We had an, uh, a re, a retired Navy pilot two days ago right, that's right. that was in the news because he uh, flew F-18s his entire life, and he said, "Guys, I'm telling you, it's real, and the stuff that we encountered is real. I don't believe in little green men," he said, "but we encountered a bunch of stuff, and it's a common." Th- 
thing for us to encounter what people back in the 50s our parents used to call ufos we do we see them all the time when we fly these jets Man. What do you guys think about that? Indi- Any comments? Independence Day, that's the first thing I think of, is Independence yeah, Day, I the movie. That War of the Worlds movie with Tom Cruise, where they were you know, shooting these things down from outer space, and they would bury themselves into the ground, and then they all sprung out one day. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> we need Arnold Schwarzenegger to fight the alien. I don't know. It just, right. it, it just surprises me that the Pentagon could make such an announcement and, like... So anybody else? We, we, we've come to that point. Yeah, like worldwide. If, anybody else say anything uh, so mean, far? No, I'm seeing. I'm just seeing from anybody. Just, well, just I want to see some video proof. Well, you know, I need to see some proof. You haven't seen? Go on YouTube. Ah, <laughs> you ain't buying that? Not at all. No, I don't buy anything. Really? I'm from New England. I don't believe anything. See, that's the that's the deal right there. Is we we are so jaded now yeah. because we 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 see these movies. That they can create things that don't exist. We now have AI that's right. creating stuff that doesn't exist. So we see, you know, looks like evidence, and we go, nah, it ain't real. Somebody done made that on their computer. I've been on 6th Street in Austin on a Saturday night. Well, What's one more weird thing? Okay. I mean, come on. Seriously. Yeah. You know what? You've walked among aliens if you've been yeah, up there. Exactly. You really so have. So this whole thing doesn't bother me in the least. No, I'm not bothered by it. Right. It's just like the Pentagon says it, and nobody pays any attention to it. It's yeah. like, that's so what? Yeah. Pentagon says it, so what? And you know, you know there's people that are like, um, well, finally the aliens have had it with us being idiots, and they're coming here to well, yeah. straighten us of, out. Of course, that's part of it. But back in the day, you remember 1948, right? Roswell, the whole thing. Well, it, I don't remember it. Well, you know. yeah, we weren't there, right? <laughs> you kind of resemble a gray. You, what? you sort of resemble a gray. You yeah, sort of maybe. look like one. Right. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, maybe maybe that's why it doesn't concern you. Maybe you are one of them. Yeah, maybe it could be. But if you think about back in that time, had the Pentagon said, yes, there's a mothership sending other ships down here, people would have lost their minds. You, t- Jimmy, you're right. They would be jumping off a building. Back then. Today, mm-hmm. it's like, eh. Big deal. Yep. Where's my game controller? All right, quick news break. Back. I'm not coming out of the basement long enough to <laughs> deal with right. this. That's what I'm saying. Trey Ware, KTSA. Springtime in South Central Texas is a beautiful time. Now look, Commie Joe's all about it. Joe Biden's a communist, and he is taking, transforming this country under President Xi of China, as President Xi said in his inaugural address yesterday for his third term. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're going to take over global governance. It's all about that. And that's what this deal is all about with the bank at Silicon Valley. That, only one person on that board had banking experience. By the way, I'm pretty interested in those guys who sold all the stock. Isn't that kind of funny, huh? And everybody else involved with that bank, a far-left radical who has written gigantic checks to Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, and the rest of the crew. And so I agree that Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, saying, you know what? They're nationalizing the banking system. That's exactly what's going on. And I made a list of what's happening in the United States of America under commie Joe. State-run media? Check. One party in power? Check. Elimination of dissent? Check. Look at what happened to Charlie Kirk Kirk last night. Uh, Each person rated by the state? Check. ESG is what that's all about. Centralized government control? Check. Washington, D.C. State-run education system for indoctrination? Check. Crackdown on Christianity? Check. Breaking into Christians' homes with guns and the FBI. Government control over your children? Check. Joe Biden says he wants hospitals to cut the breasts off young women and penises off of young boys without parental control over any of that. It's infuriating to watch what they're doing to destroy our country, but not surprising because my friend, John Hayward and I have been having this discussion for years, and he's joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. They're all about it, John. They're all about it. And it's extra infuriating that we get to pay for it. And they, they so insult our intelligence. This whole song and dance yesterday, this kind of, you know, a tap dance number they did about how, no, it's not going to be a bailout for our politically connected woke bank SCB. No, 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 not a bailout. We're just going to force all the other banks to pay for it, and then they're going to get the money from you. But it's not a taxpayer-funded bailout. Uh, don't call it that. 
You know, when it first happened, I spent a lot of time on Sunday because, uh, you know, investigating because I didn't know if we had a contagion in the system. And, you know, 29 was in my head, 2007 and 8 was in my head, and I was very concerned about it. And I just came in, I was very measured on Monday in how I discussed this. And then I started to find out more about the people who were in charge. And this whole thing, like Disney and like M&Ms and everything else, you go woke and you go broke. And that's exactly what happened here. This bank was woke. They were giving money to Democrat causes. This is not a systemic thing as far as a lot of our banks are concerned. You know, the, the, the private, uh, you know, regional banks are just fine. This happens to be these guys who are left-wingers and, and radical leftists who give to these left-wing causes who don't know anything about money management. This is exactly what this is. Well, and, and also they're victims of Joe Biden's inflationary policy. Absolutely. And the, FD, the FDIC chairman, before this happened last week, he said there was something like $600 billion in unrealized losses out there in the banking system that's because correct. of Biden's inflation. And that's, uh, you know, that's three times what SCB had. So there, there could be, this could be a systemic problem. But the, the contagion is Joe Biden. The systemic problem is Joe Biden. Yeah, and let's talk about that for just a minute because we got the situation with Russia and the down drone, and of course now they're talking about sending jets into Ukraine so that it can become more of a uh, of an offensive situation with Ukraine instead of purely defensive, which is what NATO is supposed to be. Everywhere we turn, everywhere, this whole world is on fire right now, and it leads right back to Joe Biden. Right. Everybody's making their move. He's a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have a president this weak, this mentally deficient, this confused, an administration full of people this incompetent. How often do you see a murderer's row of absolute incompetence, beginning with Pete Buttigieg? But, you know, he's just the most comically obvious example. You, you talked about the, the board of SVB had nobody who knew banking. Nobody in the Biden administration knows anything about what they're supposed to be in charge of either. Not a one of them right. does. They're all just winging it and going by ideology. These people were really do to some extent think that as long as they they embrace woke ideology and make the right gestures to the you know the leftist centralist state then magical powers will intervene from the sky and make everything work out they don't feel like they have to know anything or put any effort into what they're doing as long as they have the right politics everything will just work out for them and that could not be further from the truth i fully believe that he is bought and paid for by china jim comer talked about that yesterday and what they have been finding out with the bank receipts and the amount of money that has flown to the biden uh, from 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 China from China and Chinese interests. Uh, I think he's a communist. I think he's installing communism in the United States. He's talking now about what kind of w- clothes washer you can have in your home, and and what kind of stove you can have, and what kind of car you can drive. On and on it goes. Complete and total state control over every aspect of your life, John. Well, and and while he's doing that, his government is repeatedly de- demonstrating itself absolutely incompetent at every conceivable thing. But they don't ever stop and admit responsibility and say, well, how did our banking regulators miss SVB? I guess some heads should roll. No, they just say, well, now we're going to regulate guns. Now we're going to take away your washing machine. Now we're going to take away your stove. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do that. They just never stop trying to wreck your life, trying to destroy everything that works. And it's an all-out war on the American middle class. Is it at China's behest? Probably some input there, but these people are also true believers. But Biden and his people have grown up their whole lives detesting and loathing and fearing the American middle class, and their lifelong goal is to make it so that you can't interfere with them anymore. And they're getting pretty close. You know, if they, if they keep on the track that they're going on, you're not going to have anything like the financial or political independence of the middle class no. of the previous generation. No, that's a, that's a hundred percent right. They are, and Kevin O'Leary said it. They are nationalizing the banking system in America. They want to get down to a few hand handful of banks probably jp morgan probably bank of america a handful of a chase that are going to run everything but the government is going to actually be in control of the banking system in america if these folks are successful can you imagine, you know, could you think 20, 30 years ago, you would live to see the day when the government was actually dictating ideology to banks and businesses. Here, here's your ESG pamphlet. This is your mandatory state communist religion, and you have to embrace this, and you have to do these political investments, even if they lose money, even if they kill your bank, or else. You don't have a choice, and we're going to sit you down for some re-education lectures to make sure that you understand where we're coming from. Did you imagine, I mean, could your father have imagined that that would ever happen in the United States of America? 
America. Well, and, and they certainly couldn't have foreseen what's going on with the transgender movement here and in schools and indoctrination with the transgender movement here. And now a president who this week gives an interview and says it's a sin and should be a crime if parents prevent hospitals from cutting the breasts off the little girls and penises off the little boys. That should be a crime if you stand in that way, even if you are a parent, that we, the government, know better than parents and we, the government, will make that decision. It is stunning to see it put in such blunt terms and to see that there are people that support this. This was unthinkable five years ago, ten years ago. You know, no one, no one could have imagined this. And here you've got the president, addled as he may be, sitting there yelling at the, you know, we have to allow this and stop anybody who tries to prevent these mutilations from being carried on. I mean, we have completely, as a society, abandoned our fundamental duty to protect children. And we've abandoned all respect for parents having any kind of say in their children's lives. Children are now biological units that the state owns and the state will do with them as it sees fit. This, this is horrifying. And people did not rise up against this in the midterm elections. They needed to. They didn't. And they're, they're going to pay for it. In a really big way. That's true. John Hayward, Breitbart.com. Read him and thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. You bet, man. All right, 645 now, KTSA. You know, a strong, solid, firm, great bank, a great lender of capital, a great bank business partner no matter what the times are no matter what's going on with the market no matter what's going on with the economy and inflation and all that your greatest financial partner is amogee bank amogee understands families they understand families as a unit they understand the challenges that face families so they work hard every day as your family bank to make sure your family banking needs are met is amogee strong you bet solid more than 12 billion dollars in assets uh, the, the 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 board and the, the guys who run it lifetime bankers who have been committed to servicing our community since they began and that's what they're all about i personally know david mcgee very well he's the president of the san antonio uh a bank uh, amogee bank and, and he's been doing this forever 77 graduate from roosevelt high school brilliant man who understands the needs of families and they are serving the needs of families whether it's your private family needs or if you've got a family business amogee is here for you amogee na member fdic equal housing lender whether it's at your house or ours magnolia pancake house to- tsa morning news with trey ware appear courtesy of the stevens roofing newsmaker hotline Was that? That wasn't Trace Hombres, was it? I'm trying to remember. Um, no. Wow, man, it was a blue cover, wasn't it? The album was blue, like like '75. Wasn't, right? it, on, wasn't it on Fandango? Well, they did a, they did a live version on Fandango, but then no, but Fandango had like a lot. It was mostly live, and then they had a couple of studio tracks. Well, that might have been on there. So I think it's on that. I, I know it had a live version of yeah. this on there. Right. Uh, Fandango was the greatest live album ever done. Man, it was just tremendous. Started out with Thunderbird. That's yeah. how they opened the show. Right, and went uh, went into Jailhouse Rock. Yep, great rocking version of oh, Jailhouse yeah. Rock. Oh, Dusty could wear Dust, it. Dusty. Yeah. That was Dusty. Yeah. All right, so I, I, I know that the, 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 the term communist doesn't really have the impact it used to. Back in the 70s, if you called somebody a com- communist, they would sue you, right? And the whole, we all remember the McCarthy thing. We all learned that in, in history and all that, right? So it doesn't have the impact. When you call somebody a communist today, it, just, it, it doesn't mean what it used to. And people don't get freaked out. Oh, you call me a communist. But here's, here's the thing. It, it means the same. Your principles are the same as what they always have been. Now, there's various versions of, of communists, but they all go back to a, a simple principle, and that is the government runs and owns everything. Every aspect of your life is decided by the government. That's, base, that's the basis of Now, you've got some that are more uh, authoritarian, some who are less authoritarian. Uh, you know, some who are murderous, and we've known those throughout the years, Chairman Mao and the guys over in Russia, USSR, and people like that. Um, it makes no difference 
It is a philosophy, a political philosophy, and a social philosophy that is owned by people. And then the philosophy itself turns around and ends up owning the people themselves, the person themselves. And I happen to believe that Joe Biden is a communist. He's certainly not a free market capitalist, and he's certainly not somebody who would enjoy a conversation over a beer with a Sam Adams or a Patrick Henry. Joe Biden certainly would have contempt for people who say, give me liberty or give me death. Hang me now if I'm not going to be free. Live free or die. Somebody like that, Joe Biden would throw up if they had to be in a room with them. Joe Biden is a communist. Now, communists don't often say that they're communists. Oh, no, I'm not. Well, it doesn't matter what they say. I don't care what somebody says. Mitt Romney says he's a Republican. <laughs> Mitt Romney calls himself a conservative. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But when you want to control, when you want to have a government-approved car that people can drive, when you want to have a government-approved bank, When you want to have a government-approved investment vehicle and only able to invest in these that we approve of, when you have a government-approved stove that you cook your dinner on, when you have a government-approved washing machine that you wash your clothes in, when you have a government-approved school that your children are going to to be indoctrinated by what the government wants them to say and know, when you have a government-approved media in this country, it's not about reporting the news or talking about the news. They're about the government line. When you have a government-approved hospital system that is now facing a law that will insert them between the parents. The parents can't decide what's best for their child. When you have that, you have communism. And folks, you can go down the line and you can make more. You could add to that list. You can see. You know exactly what's going on. And that is the communists are winning in the United States to take control of American life. We are way far gone from give me liberty or give me death. You don't have any liberty anymore. And Joe Biden is making those steps. He's nationalizing the banking system. Make no mistake about it. He's nationalizing the bank system. Nationalizing the automobile business. Nationalizing your washing machine that your clothes are cleaned in. He's doing all of these things bit by bit. And he's in a hurry. He's in a hurry. 24 is coming. And they're worried that they're not going to be in power in 24. And they're in a hurry. And much more is to come. I've always recommended try to get your get yourself out of debt. I've always recommended have a way to protect your family, guns and ammo. I've always recommended have a place you can go to. I've always recommended have some food and water set aside. Become as self-dependent as you possibly can. Because things are changing in America. Where in Ryman next, KTSA. When homebuyers 